Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his sermon series on the second epistle of Peter with this sermon entitled, The Lord Jesus is Both Savior and Judge, preached Sunday, November 4th, 2018. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2 Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 4. The title of this sermon is The Lord Jesus is both Savior and Judge. He knows how to save you. He knows how to punish you with eternal punishment. Those who refuse to believe in Jesus, they are mocking him and say, you are not God. You never created anything. You are nothing. He will deal with you severely. False teachers, pastors, and priests, God will certainly punish. We read that in verse 1 of chapter 2 of 2 Peter. Peter cites three illustrations from scripture to prove his point and make his conclusion in verse 9. God knows how to deal with everyone. God will judge all the wicked who will not trust in Jesus, the only Lord and Savior, but mock him by their unbelief. John 3.18 says, Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. John 3.36 says, whoever believes in the Son has right now eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life for God's wrath remains on him. The wicked are punished now and at their death and on the day of Christ's final judgment. John 5, 28 and 29, do not be amazed at this for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good will rise to live eternal life. And those who have done evil will rise to be condemned. Five points. First, angels who sinned were punished. There are three illustrations of God's punishing the wicked in this text. God permitted sin to enter his perfect world for his own glory. This is the mystery of evil. Angels sinned before the fall of Adam and Eve. The fall of Lucifer and one third of angels due to their sin of pride, I believe, is stated 
in Revelation 12, 7 through 9, Luke 10, 18, John 12, 31, Isaiah 14, 12 through 17, Ezekiel 28, 11 through 19. Now let me read to you Isaiah 14, 12 through 15. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly. On the utmost heights of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to the grave. To the depths of the pit. Ezekiel 28, 15 through 17. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God. I expelled you. This is called church discipline. I expelled you, O guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud. That's a sin. On account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle of you before kings. Jesus, by his death on the cross, defeated the devil and all demons. Hebrews 2, 14 through 15, Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. First John 3, 8 He who does what is sinful is of the devil. That is the vast majority of the people of the world. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. John 8.44, you belong to your father the devil. There are two families in the world. Family of the devil and family of God. You belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him when he lies. He speaks his native language. For he is a liar and father of all lies. The devil and demons are under God's punishment. Though the unbelieving world is under the control of the devil. The great dragon, the ancient serpent, Satan, who deceived Eve and Adam. The devil and demons are under 
the total control of Jesus who received all authority in heaven and on earth these fallen angels were thrown down from heaven they cannot be saved let me tell you a truth there was no plan of salvation for angels who sinned they are in prison that is under god's total control matthew 8:28 and 29 a demon is speaking when he arrived at the other side of the region of the gadarenes two demon possessed men coming from the tombs met him they were so violent and no one could pass that way what do you want with us son of god they shouted have you come here to torture us before the appointed time every devil and every demon knows there is a time appointed for them to be judged Jude 6 and the angels who did not keep their position of authority but abandoned their own home these he has kept in darkness bound with everlasting chains for judgment on that great day under prison total control of the triune god Second Peter 2 verse 4 For if God did not spare angels when they sinned but sent them to hell putting them into gloomy dungeons to be held for judgment and he knows how to save and how to punish Christ defeated the devil and all demons the devil and demons are against God's people When we are tempted by the devil to sin use the formula Jesus used listen sir the formula for success in life submit to god that is obey god and his delegated authorities second disobey the devil resist the devil Joseph said how can i do this wicked thing and sin against god Number 3 the devil will flee from you Number 4 no 1 John 5:18 Let me read to you we know that anyone born of god does not continue to sin the one who was born of god keeps him safe and the evil one cannot harm him Christ is coming to judge the devil and all the demons and all the wicked humans Revelation 20 verse 10 and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown divine passive they will be tormented day and night forever and ever 
Matthew 25, 41, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed. Depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Number two, the ancient world, God destroyed by a flood. The ancient world became lawless, ungodly, and wicked. Do you want to know what they did? Genesis 6, 5 through 8. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become. And that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time total depravity the Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his heart was filled with pain so the Lord said I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth men and animals and creatures that move along the ground the birds of the air for I am grieved that I have made them But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. He was saved. God knows how to deal with you when you are proud and disobey God and his dedicated authorities. He knows how to kill you and raise you up from the grave and condemn you to eternal hell. God destroyed the whole world for their wickedness except eight people. What does that tell you, sir? Those who are saved are few. God destroyed the whole world for their wickedness except eight people. The family of Noah, Genesis 6 through 8. God in his great mercy let Noah preach 120 years. Noah preached for 120 years that God was going to pour out his wrath and destroy people who refused to repent and believe the gospel. God is going to destroy all by flood all who will not repent. The ark will save all who enter the ark, which symbolizes Jesus Christ, our Savior. There is no other Savior, sir. If anyone had asked Noah, what must I do to be saved? He would have answered, enter the ark I am building and you will be saved. He would say, this is the only way of salvation. This is God's way of salvation. He spoke to me all about his salvation plan. But nobody listened to him, except his family of seven. All others thought he was crazy. Not scientific. They thought... Pastor Noah 
was a total failure. The truth was all except eight were total failures. Friends, God only chose a minority of eight people to be saved. Others heard the gospel and hated it. They trusted in their two dollars and three degrees and their big mansions. Be read and the Lord Watson shut the door of the ark. Luke 13, 23 to 27, someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? The answer is what, sir? Yes, but he didn't answer it. He said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, You will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, we ate and drank with you and taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Get out, you cursed one. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Now you are hearing the gospel. Now you are alive. Soon you will die. Repent and believe on the Lord Jesus and be saved now. Hebrews 11.7 By faith Noah when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith that is faith in God he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness that comes by faith. Luke 17, 26 and 27, just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating and drinking, marrying and being given in marriage. Up to the day they entered, they did everything but believing in God. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. Point number three, sir. God burned the wicked people of Samora to ashes. First divine act of what, sir? Cremation. The wrath of God burned them to ashes. They knew the true God and his laws. But they rejected God's law. They became ungodly and lived filthy lives before God. Jude 7. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality, non-binaries and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal 
fire. More cremation is coming, sir. The wrath of God will burn to ashes. I said they knew God. Romans 1, 18, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their sin, wickedness. A person sins, he is suppressing the knowledge of God. Romans 1, 21 and 22, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened although they claimed to be wise they became fools fool said in his heart what sir there is no God Romans 1.28 Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. All wicked people of Sodom and Gomorrah were burned to ashes except Lot and his two daughters. Mrs. Lord also was burned up and became a pillar of salt. She was a wicked woman. They all are in hell now, in fire, in agony, in torment, in misery, waiting the final judgment day. Jesus spoke about them. Luke 17, 28 and 29, it was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking and buying and selling and planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Number four, sir. Listen, I am speaking to you how to be saved from eternal damnation. He saved Lot. Number four. Lot's uncle was Abraham, a believer. It seems to me he, Lot, married an unbeliever. Be careful whom you marry, sir. Probably an Egyptian. He, Lot, possessed a lot of flocks and herds, was rich, sir. He departed from his uncle Abraham, choosing the grassy plain of Jordan. He chose for himself, Genesis 13, 11. God chose for Abraham, Genesis 13, 14. You can choose what God is choosing for you. Decisions have consequences. Finally, Lord ended up in Sodom. He lived among the wicked. Four kings defeated Sodom and carried off Lord, his family and all his possessions. Abraham defeated the four kings and rescued Lord, his family and all his possessions. Yet, 
Lord went back to the wicked city of Sodom to live. This was his second major wrong decision. He was able to get out of Sodom alive with his two daughters and without his possessions or his wife only because of Abraham's intercession with God. Genesis 19 verse 29. So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Listen, sir. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 and 15. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness in common. What's the answer, sir? Nothing. Nothing. Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What's the answer? Nothing. Nothing. What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? Nothing. What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? God was faithful to Lord. He did not practice the wickedness of the Sodomites. Jesus himself testifies to Lord's deliverance. His many decisions caused him to live a distressed and tormented life in Sodom. He lost his wife. He lost his daughters. He lost all his possessions. He lived out in the end a miserable and lonely life. His spiritual life is described in 1 Corinthians 3, 14 and 15. Let me read it to you. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through flames yet God saved him by grace the fifth point is the conclusion in verse 9 and 10 let me read it to you if this is so then if this is so is not in the Greek text but it makes sense then the Lord knows how to rescue godly men from troubles, trials, and hold the unrighteous for the day of judgment while continuing their punishment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the sinful nature and what sir despise authority. Conclusion is Jesus is Savior and Judge. There were four Eve clauses. Verse 4, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7 in the Greek text. These are conditional clauses. All four conditions are true. In Greek, A with the indicative. If these conditions are truthful, then the conclusion is also truthful. Conclusion number one. The Lord knows how to save the godly from trouble. Who are the godly? Philippians 2, 12 through 13. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you both to will and to do 
his good work. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good work which God has foreordained that we should walk in them. God takes the godly through troubles but he says behold I'll be with you always to help you to save you. 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 8 through 10 we do not want you to be uninformed brothers simply pastor's translation don't be stupid yeah people think you know you go to church and be stupid the maximum use of your new intellect is required when you come to church right. especially this church mm-hmm. we do not want you to be uninformed brothers about the hardships we suffered in the province of asia we were under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure so that we despaired even of life indeed in our hearts we felt the sentence of death but this happened notice the purpose that we might not rely trust on ourselves but on god who raises the dead he has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us on him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us god delivered the believing thief while he was being crucified jesus said to him today you will be with me in paradise the young stephen was given a vision of heaven before he was killed jagrish machen the founder of the great westminster theological seminary in philadelphia pennsylvania was given a vision of heaven before he died he said it was glorious it was glorious apostle james peter paul were all killed and went to paradise see i don't have any illusion life is going to be nice if you are a believer let me read to you second corinthians 11 are the servants of christ i am out of my mind to talk like this i am more i have worked much harder been in prison more frequently been flogged more severely been exposed to death again and again five times i received from the jews the 40 lashes minus one three times i was beaten with rods Once I was stoned three times I was shipwrecked I spent a night and day in the open sea I have been constantly on the move I've been in danger from rivers in danger from bandits in danger from my own countrymen in danger from gentiles in danger in the city in danger in the country in danger at sea in danger of false brothers I experience a lot of dangers especially from false brothers yep. Hebrews 11:35 through 38 others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection some faced jeers and flogging while others were chained and put in prison they were stoned they were sawed into slow motion they were put to death by the sword they went about 
In sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, mistreated, the world was not worthy of them. They wandered in the deserts and mountains, in caves and in holes in the ground. And yet we read 2 Corinthians 10, 13, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. And way out, Jesus speaking to the thief, Today you'll be with me in paradise. 1 John 5.18 Remember this, we know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin but the one who was born of God, Jesus, keeps him safe. He has all authority in heaven and on earth. And the evil one cannot touch him, harm him. Romans 8.28 And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. But now this is what the Lord says, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Let me read to you Second Timothy 4.18. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me sir, safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. You know what happened to him? Beheaded and went to paradise. Yep. Second, to hold the ungodly for the day of judgment. There is a day fixed by God for judgment of the ungodly. The ungodly are punished now at death in hell and on the day of judgment. Matthew 25, 46, they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Revelation 20:15, if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Third, Ungodly lives by lust. Lust, lust, lust. Lust runs this world. Through these, Second Peter 1, 4, through these he has given us by the scriptures his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption, death, in the world caused by lust. First John 2, 16 and 17, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world, the world and its lust 
for pass away but the man who does the will of God lives forever eternal life Galatians 5:18 through 21 but if you are led by the spirit you are not under law the works of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissensions factions and envy drunkenness orgies oh drunkenness uh-huh. and the like i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god the fourth thing is they despise authority yep. this means they despise jesus christ who received all authority in heaven and on earth they despise parents they despise pastors they despise the police and others of the state all authority in heaven and on earth belongs to jesus christ whom you confess as lord Romans 13:1 and 2 everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities submit means what sir obey for there is no authority except that which god has established the authorities that exist have been established by whom sir by god consequently he who rebels against the authorities rebelling against what god has instituted and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves friends let me ask you are you ungodly your destiny is eternal punishment i counsel you by the mercies of god repent yes believe in jesus christ and you will be saved are you godly your destiny is eternal life then they will go away to eternal punishment but the righteous to eternal life believe on the lord jesus christ you will be saved like the publican who yep. prayed lord have mercy upon me a sinner he went home justified saved rejoicing heavenly father have mercy upon us mercy o god help us o lord to embrace authority especially authority of jesus christ help us o lord to become regenerate that we may repent that we may believe that we may obey always in the power of the holy spirit lord above all help us to be in paradise yes when our life is finished here and work is done mm-hmm. in jesus name amen. amen grace valley christian center is committed to the unchanging truth of the holy scriptures we have been proclaiming the whole counsel of god since 1974 through our weekly worship services our website resources and our publishing ministry for more information about our church to find more edifying sermons or to order books by the Reverend PG Matthew please visit our website at gracevalley.org